This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Daybreak here on the Built by Bama online podcast. Travis Ryer, senior analyst for BOL. Joined on this edition, sort of a very important edition of Daybreak, by Charlie Potter, does an outstanding job covering the Alabama Crimson Tide for us there at BamaOnline.com. You heard from Charlie earlier in the week, well, just a couple of days ago, as a matter of fact, but we're bringing Charlie back in because whereas it's been a very short period of time since we last spoke, Charlie, amazing how much has happened here in the last 24 to 48 hours as not only we've learned that the Winter Sports Championships, the NCAA Tournament primarily, both the men's and women's term tournaments will not be contested. The SEC tournament, the Power Five tournaments, really college basketball tournaments across the country were abruptly ended here in the last day or so. I uh, got to ask you, Charlie, as we bring you in here, uh, what surprised you the most uh, about what we've heard here in the last day or so? Was it the spring sports? Did that seem like a little bit of a leap and going that far like the NCAA did? Yeah, that one's probably at the top of the list for me. It's also just the the way things change so quickly. It's you know you, you go from Thursday or Wednesday evening to where uh, the SEC plays the first round and then uh, the first round of the SEC tournament, I should say, and then you have Thursday they're going to play with no fans, but the games are going to continue, and then you see kind of the domino effect of the other conferences choosing to cancel their tournaments. The SEC was kind of the last one to do that uh, from a power five perspective. And then from there on, you, you see the NCAA tournament be called off. And thus you have the rest of the spring uh, sports, their seasons ended too, before um, they're even to the halfway point. So I think with sports like baseball and softball, since their um, schedules kind of run into May and into the summertime a little bit, that's a shocker to me just because it's so far in advance. I understand postponing things. Um, you're suspending play for a while. It's better to be safe than sorry, but to do that so far in advance and, and ultimately just coming out in a um, knee-jerk reaction and, and canceling these, these kids' seasons and for these seniors ending their college careers abruptly, it's it was surprising. It, it was a, It's been a wild last you know, 24, 48 hours. It seemed like it's been about a week of information crammed into that uh, span. But um, the the most surprising thing to me is just how the NCAA came out and, and said that with, with so much time to see how things kind of play out with this coronavirus. Now, what we understand about the spring sports, and I'm with you, for the NCAA to just come out and outright cancel events down the road for June, let's say, like the college world series both the the men's and women's college world series i i felt like uh that went a little bit beyond rather be safe than sorry i i get it with some of this stuff and you you could see it coming with hoops really in the last day or so uh but i'm with you i was a little little bit taken aback by that move uh with the the spring championships 
But I guess technically the SEC is it working under the premise of the spring sports being suspended. In other words, can you envision a possibility in which we ultimately see SEC spring sports um, actually take place in the next couple of months with perhaps Hoover serving as the crescendo event for baseball and maybe even Tuscaloosa with Alabama hosting the SEC softball tournament serving as kind of the pseudo Oklahoma city uh, on the conference level is you think that's, that's possible, I guess, for some of these spring sports still. You certainly hope so, because like I said, it's, it's tough on those seniors. You can see their reaction on uh, social media. It's tough for all the the athletes, but the the seniors that are going through uh, their last time, I know, I'm sure you've dealt with it from a personal perspective with your daughter yeah. being a senior at Hawaii. But those baseball players, I mean, Alabama's we, – we've talked so much about Alabama baseball and how we would learn about this team and where Brad Bohan is taking this program when SEC play starts. It's supposed to start tonight, and they're not going to play um, for the foreseeable future and, pro- and maybe not ever. But I think the, the silver lining in this, if you're a baseball and softball fan and a fan of the spring sports, is that uh, Greg Sankey – um, you know, I think he appeared on, on Paul Feinbaum's show shortly after uh, he held a press conference up there in, in Nashville, and he was really surprised by that. And kind of, he, wasn't in, he if, wasn't in line with the no, NCAA, was he? He was acting the same way we were, with, and that, with the surprise that he um, he had on his face and in his voice about that kind of knee jerk reaction. So, I think there is where you can hang your hat on some hope if you're a baseball or softball fan. Um, you know, obviously the NCAA is the NCAA, but uh, if if they could get to Hoover, if Alabama can even just get to Hoover, um, you know, this season that that will be a, a great accomplishment. I know that um, you know the postseason beyond that is is probably um, out of the question. But uh, like I said, it just to to do that so far in advance. I mean, kind of going off script a little bit. Like I'm planning a trip out of the country in May. And right now I haven't canceled it, but just because this thing has moved so fast, you never know what's going to happen. We're being cautious. Um, we're going to cancel it if we need to, but uh, that's in May, and that's right. when the postseason and things start to ramp up for baseball. I don't, I don't see why you couldn't just do what you've done with, uh, say, some of the spring football schedules around the country and, and postpone it a little bit and then see how things play out. It just is really, really shocking to see how it played out, and I think Greg Sankey – uh, agrees with that, and maybe that'll be a silver lining for baseball and softball. You know, and Sankey and the SEC office, they have a vested interest that extends beyond just doing right by conference student athletes and programs and athletic departments. There's that SEC network too, Charlie, that needs content, right? And mm-hmm. so maybe I'm looking too much into this. But I kind of think that's factoring into this as well. I mean, that SEC network needs programming. And think about all the the opportunities, all the content that the SEC network is going to lose via just, just softball and baseball, Charlie, you know, over the next couple of three months. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that comes into play here too. I mean, a little bit down the trough, so to speak, but still – uh, something to be considered as well. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. You you look at the the basketball season's almost over. You're getting to the point where they're going to be on, you know, ESPN two, ESPN U. Then you move over to the CBS networks for the uh, NCAA tournament. But you know, when you reach the point where there's no more basketball and you only have spring football, 
baseball and softball, um, you know, that that's your, I don't want to say cash cow, but that's something that you can bank on. They're going to be there. Uh, and you know, money talks and, uh, that certainly I think would, you know, be a driving force for Greg Sankey and company to try to get that done. And, uh, not only that though, it's just, I mean, I keep going back to it. It just doesn't make sense to, to cancel an entire season when you don't know how long this is going to last postpone, suspend, whatever we've seen, you know, universities like Alabama is going to be closed for next week for spring break and going to try to go to online classes only for, um, you know, the foreseeable future, at least through April. But, you know, get to that point and then see what happens and, and try to play some games. I, I just don't get it. Yeah, first and foremost, as you said earlier, you just hate it for these student athletes. This is what they work for. I mean, it's bad enough that basketball is, is unfortunately having to deal with this um, at the the peak uh, of that season as we know it's it's called march madness for a reason um but then for spring sports to lose potentially an entire season uh that goes to another level and you're right i, I took one of those phone calls from one of those student athletes uh on thursday and it, it wasn't a lot of fun especially when it's uh one of your very own kids that's on the other side of that and you go from the excitement like she did on Wednesday night of winning a quarterfinal game and advancing to the semifinals, you're two games away, two wins away from the NCAA tournament potentially, and you're in a team meeting on Thursday morning and it's gone. You know, just like that, it's gone totally. Um, now let's let's get into some football. And by the way, we're going to be joined by Hank South of our staff coming up in just a little bit. We'll look in on the recruiting side of this in terms of the impact of everything that's gone down here with the, the coronavirus uh, pandemic uh, here in the last couple of days. But what do we know? What did we know as of late Thursday night in relation to Alabama football spring practice? Has there been any change has there been any official word from UA about a potential postponement? Uh, I guess the door was left open by the league office in terms of spring football and practice in those things uh, on Thursday as well. Yeah, um, you know, Thursday morning um, before kind of everything hit the fan, uh, the plan was to go on a schedule. Alabama would practice this afternoon, I believe, at 3.30, and then Nick Saban would speak afterwards at, at 6 o'clock. Um, so far that hasn't changed. I'd be surprised if all of that happens, but yeah, you mentioned it. Um, you know, Greg Sankey, when he was speaking in Nashville, uh, kind of mentioned how it was going to be left up to the university presidents and athletic directors on what they do with spring football. And, you know, when I hear that, I'm like, well, that means it's up to Nick Saban and Tuscaloosa. So yes. I, I think the fact that we haven't heard anything yet, uh, means that there's still probably a little bit of tug of war there. I'd expect to hear something today by, you know, if not by lunchtime, just a little afterwards, if not before, it could be, you know, um, just a couple hours after, you know, this hits the the website, but it's, it's a situation where I think they're, you know, doing their due diligence. I think obviously Nick Saban is a guy that likes to stick to his schedule and spring practice is something you can set your watch on. And, uh, I don't think he wants to change that, but there's also, you know, everything shutting down. I mean, you have, you know, Disneyland is shut down for the rest of the month. I think if, if that's the case with the university closing the extended spring break, we might see it, um, you know, postponed or at least closed to, to us. Um, so I, I'll be really interested to see what happens because it has been delayed. Um, 
but that being said, I mean, we, we should hear something you know pretty soon after this is posted on the website. Yeah, I mean, you wonder, because we haven't heard anything, we hadn't heard anything as of late Thursday night, if it's been presented to Nick Saban that, you know, we need to push this back. We need to make a change because you're right. If it's up to Nick Saban, who is very much in favor of a, of a routine and a regiment, this is the way we do it. This is the way we do it regardless uh, even in the middle of a of a of a situation like this, um, it, it, it's not going to change. I don't think if it's left totally up to Nick Saban, uh, I, I think we're going to have football practice at Alabama on Friday. Now, it's interesting because at the university level, you're right. There have been decisions that have been made in terms of spring break and essentially extending spring break. So. How does that impact Alabama? Is is are they is the team able to come back before everybody else and jump back into its spring practice schedule unimpeded? Uh, uh, I, I, again, we we're, we're bringing the best information we can as up to date as we can. Um, but again, as Charlie outlined for you there, as of late Thursday night, uh, there wasn't anything to report officially from the from the Alabama football perspective. So, uh, Charlie, what's the plan for us on Friday? I mean, we're, we're, we're set to be out there. We haven't heard anything in terms of media viewing period, uh, whether that's going to change or not. Perhaps we'll, we'll learn more about that as we move throughout Friday. Uh, status quo for us too, I guess at Bama online. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm acting like it's going to happen just because other, if, if you don't, then you're going to be caught off guard. If, if it's canceled, then you don't do anything. You try to dig and see, you know, what, what goes on and things like that, but you don't have to be at practice. You don't have to be uh, on your P's and Q's out there. Cause that first day, like we've talked about earlier in the week is, is kind of overwhelming, but I have rosters printed. I'm ready to roll. Um, it, it wouldn't shock me though, to, to see them, you know, close practice to the media uh, I think you know Nick Saban as much of a rap he gets for um, you know the the jabs he takes at us and things. I would you know it wouldn't shock me to see them do something with him over a teleconference because it is a big deal. I mean I think that that he knows that. I think the people inside that building know that spring practice is um, you know trivial as it can be at other places. It's a big deal to Alabama fans, and um, you know we I anticipate riding a lot uh, if it's open. And uh, if not, you know, we'll just continue to monitor what they do and what's available. If, if they push it back, we'll obviously be out there whenever we can. But um, if, if they practice this afternoon, we'll have a practice report. We'll have practice video. You'll have instant analysis. We'll have a saving yeah. presser. Um, you know, we'll have everything Bryce Young related as we can. It'll, we'll have all <laughs> bases covered. But, um, you know, at the moment, we're, we're still in the batter's box just to see what's going to happen. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting from a couple different angles in terms of how Saban and, and, and football goes about this. If you don't uh, have sort of the media viewing period and the typical post-practice press conference, I think in some ways you're kind of admitting that maybe you shouldn't have been out there tomorrow or Friday to begin with. Um, <laughs> and that, that kind of says that we are getting out of our routine. Um, in a way, but I can see it the other way as well. It, it, it'll be interesting regardless, as we know, uh, never, a never a lack of, uh, excitement, I guess you could say when it comes to Alabama football, especially with spring drills getting underway either way, as Charlie said, we'll have it covered for you. Charlie will certainly be a centerpiece of our coverage of spring football 
2020. And with that, Charlie, we appreciate you taking the time with us here on Daybreak. No problem. And I will say, though, I know we talked about it Wednesday. The One of the positives that came out of this is I know a lot of things have closed. A lot of things have been canceled. The Tuscaloosa Half Marathon was also canceled, so I did a little – Oh, sweet. You got bailed out. <laughs> I did. You got bailed uh, out. All right. I, I, I know people are probably waiting with a bated breath to see how that was coming along, but uh, it has ended. So Yeah, silver linings and whatnot, <laughs> right, Yeah. and everything. Yeah. Well, uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to shift gears and we're going to look at the recruiting aspect of all of this from the last couple of days. Uh, And we'll do that with Hank South coming up next on Daybreak on the Built by Bama online podcast right after this. Hank, man, uh, I hope first and foremost, you and yours are doing all right in this most surreal of times, Hank. Yeah, thanks. You know, it, it's it's crazy. You know, you're just sitting there last night we're having dinner and, you know, for, in the matter of 45 minutes, you know, everything turns upside down. And, and you know, it's just continued on through through the week with, with all these cancellations. And, you know, it's just kind of hard to wrap your head around. And Hank, by the way, young parents, he and his lovely wife. So uh, you've got a lot to, to consider right now uh, with, with everything that's going on with this uh, coronavirus pandemic. And I guess what we'll do from the Alabama recruiting perspective is kind of get uh, a timeline from you in terms of uh, maybe starting with even Wednesday, I guess. Uh, going back to Wednesday, this thing just really started to pick up steam about mid-morning on Wednesday. And we get so focused on you know, how it might impact things like the SEC basketball tournament and then the bigger picture of the NCAA tournament. And now we now know that the NCAA has canceled, um, you know, championships for the remainder of the winter and spring sports. Now, when did it start to strike you, I guess, that from a recruiting perspective, football recruiting perspective, um, this was perhaps going to have a pretty large impact? Yeah, you know, you kind of had that that feeling that something was going to happen with it, but, you know, nobody was really moving on it. We were seeing guys still visit campus. Bama had their junior day last Saturday. Um, you know, guys have been on some, – some, some schools are out on spring break throughout the country, so we've seen guys make some spring visits. But I, I think what it really got real and kind of an eye-opener for me was when, uh, was when Ryan Day, the Ohio State head coach, tweeted that they were uh, shutting down for the spring uh, with visits and, and not only, you know, hosting visits, but – also, you know, going out on the road during that evaluation period, which is a pretty critical, you know, uh, window in the calendar for, for college staffs to get out and, uh, and see kids on the road. So I, I think that, that was kind of right before, you know, we saw the NBA, NBA um, season being suspended on, on Wednesday night. Um, and then obviously, you know, the Tom Hanks stuff and, and you know, all, all the big news that dropped on, uh, on Wednesday night. Um, and then obviously, you know, the Ryan day stuff too, with, with Ohio state. And then that, that's kind of when you had the idea that, okay, this is probably going to extend beyond just Ohio state and Michigan, the big 10, this is probably going to be a nationwide thing. And then of course, you know, we see on, on Thursday, um, suspension of the, the recruiting visits, um, uh, where, where, you know, Alabama could, could host visitors on campus. And it, and it looks like, you know, potentially this could extend beyond, um, beyond March when, when that, that evaluation period opens up. So really Wednesday night was, uh, when it first got real in, in terms of how this was going to, this was going to have a big impact on, on recruiting. 
So even without the directive of, say, the NCAA or even at the conference level with the Big Ten or the SEC, uh, the leagues in general, we're already seeing individual programs like Ohio State uh, initiate plans for the recruiting process through the evaluation period. I mean, we already have staffs that are making that decision that we're, we're off the road for even as far out as the uh, evaluation period. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I, and I might be wrong on this. I think they said through April 20th at least, and, and I'm not sure when the evaluation period actually opens up. It might be April 15th. It's usually mid April through the end of May. Um, right. So, you know, obviously, you know, they, they can adjust that schedule if, you know, if things kind of calm down in the next couple of weeks and, uh, it gets kind of under control, but yeah, that was kind of, I, I think they canceled their spring game as well. Um, just, you know, yeah. no, you know, we're Michigan seeing, the, yeah, we're seeing the sec kind of go through March 30th and see where things are at at that point. Whereas some of these other programs are just, you know, going ahead and canceling everything. So in terms of Alabama specifically, what has been sort of the immediate impact uh, that you've seen from a recruiting perspective and and how this is, uh, again, as you sort of outlined there, that March 30th date that we've seen handed down by the league, um, what has changed for Alabama based on the events of the last 24 to 48 hours? You know, I, I think, you know, as we record this, I think we're still kind of in that shock phase sort of where it's like we've never right. really seen this before it's that it's really unprecedented I, I think the best way to kind of characterize this is it's it's a dead period you know if you can't have in-person contact um, recruits on campus or go out and go out and see kids uh, then it's essentially just a dead period so um, you know I, I would fully anticipate Alabama to you know still reach out to guys on Twitter they can still FaceTime Nick Saban can still call kids um, and, and do all that, um, you know, dead periods are never really that dead, um, because coaches can still have contact. It's just going to be, um, a couple quiet weekends in Tuscaloosa and, you know, throughout the country, um, in terms of recruiting visits, I know, you know, Bama had some guys expected this weekend. Um, they had some guys expect, obviously, you know, with start of spring practice, um, that, that was going to, that's usually kind of a, a big visitors day, you know, at least local kids come out and see that first spring practice before they go on spring break. Um, and then the next weekend, obviously, it's going to be a little bit quieter too. They had some big visits coming up this month, um, so obviously those are all going to get you know pushed back and rescheduled. Um, it hasn't affected official visits yet because you can't take official visits until April. But you know March 30th, April 3rd, you know, is, are they going to push it back a few more days after that? So we'll see if you know the Brockermeyer brothers are affected by um, you know th- this uh, this suspension and recruiting visits. Um, but so far, yeah, we're cu- we're still kind of figuring out how. how the, the impact is going to be felt. Now, has Alabama had any prospects on campus this week leading up to spring practice, or has it been pretty quiet from that perspective? It's been pretty quiet um, since junior day on Saturday. Um, there, there was one big visit expected. Uh, well, there was a couple big visits expected today and tomorrow. Uh, Monkel Goodwine, who's a four-star defensive lineman from D.C., he was planning to either arrive today or tomorrow. Obviously, that visit's um, not going to happen now, but uh, another interesting name, Dason McCullough, um, who's from Kansas. He's a, he's a 2022 prospect. I believe his dad coaches for, um, the Kansas city chiefs. Um, but he, he's had a visit locked in for March 12th for uh, at least three weeks. Um, and he actually, uh, I reached out to him on Wednesday morning just to double check, you know, all those cancellations were being made on, on, uh, on Tuesday night or Wednesday night. I reached out to him on Thursday morning. Um, he said, the business still on, we're on our way. Then about an hour later, he reached out 
said the visit's been canceled. Uh, so I figured, you know, that that was we're about to hear from the SEC or from Alabama or somebody. Then he reaches back out and said the visit's still on. So I'm not sure when this actually goes into effect. I would imagine um, if, if there's a visitor on campus Thursday, then it, it most likely goes into effect on Friday, um, going through March 30th, or, you know, if there was some sort of, um, you know, rule leeway um, to where um, if you're already visiting today, you can follow through with that visit. So that was really the only name. Um, and then obviously it's, it's going to shut down to the, to the rest of the recruits the rest of March. So really where we're at right now, Hank, the, the I guess the best way to describe it is wait and see, right? To be determined. Yeah. Is is that the, the best way to sort of categorize where we're at? Yeah, I think I think we'll call it a to be determined dead period. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well it's it's kinda never seen this before, so absolutely unprecedented, but I can tell you this, between Hank South, Tim Watts and uh, our guys that cover recruiting for us at BamaOnline.com, as things happen, and as you've seen here in the last few days, they seemingly happen by the minute. Hank, Tim, our crew are going to be all over it at BamaOnline.com. Thanks a lot, Hank, and uh, as soon as we get off here, go wash your hands, okay? <laughs> Will do. All right, there he goes, Hank South, recruiting analyst for us at BamaOnline.com. That's going to do it for Daybreak. Tune in. Keep it locked to BamaOnline.com. Spring break next week, so Daybreak will take the break with spring break. We'll join you soon enough, though, right here on the Built by Bama Online podcast. Thanks, everybody.